Blog Talk Radio. Yo, it's your brother like none other, the one like Z to the I to the N, and you're tuned in to Revolutionary Radio with my comrade, Viva Fidel, Holla Black. Peace, what's going on, Well, Once again, checking in. That's how we do right here, Viva Fidel, Revolutionary Radio. Connecting you with comrades from all over the globe, sharing solutions with you, sharing resources. So as we tell you all the time, at this time, make sure you check out the previous episodes. Make sure you check out the archives. There's a lot of great info, a lot of powerful shows, a lot of great guests have come, set, chopped it up with us, and actually shared some solutions from the ground, from the front line. You understand we don't just have individuals. We have individuals that represent great movements, great movements. Trust me when I tell you. So. Always, we always open up by telling you, make sure you check out some of the archive episodes. You'll be surprised at some of the things and some of the people you'll find. Make sure you get your pen and pad just in case you got to take some notes, just in case you might have to check back on some of the info and follow up with some of the connections because it gets pretty serious. That's for real. We'll update you on a few things right quick. One of the main things that's really big in the hip-hop community. You might have heard, you might not have heard. The founding father, one of the founding fathers of the culture, Brother Cool Herc, the turntable magician, DJ Cool Herc. He is facing some medical insurance issues, so it's great to see a lot of people have rallied together, uh, communicating amongst the social networks, to try to fundraise. So I think that's a a great, worthy thing that I'm seeing a lot of people paying attention to, to be able to try to help one of the pioneers of the culture that people are really eating well off of these days on a lot of levels, to be able to reach out and help the brother um, born Clive Campbell, also known to the world as DJ Cool Hurt. And, um, he has some medical bill issues due to lack of insurance. So the whole hip-hop community is reaching out and helping with his sister that's coordinating a lot of different fundraising initiatives to get people to help in paying for some of the surgery costs and things like that. So we're actually having some... Um, fundraising things going on here in Milwaukee next week. We'll be giving you some details about that. It's, it's very important you stay approaching a lot of the information that as as is um, released in regards to that. And Kuhar released a statement after he got out of the hospital. I'm going to share that with you right quick, and then we're going to get right into the show. He said, we fought for 1520 Sedwick to get landmark status in 2007, New York State officially recognized it as the birthplace of hip-hop. Now we are fighting for health care, not just for me, but for everyone. I see this as a situation, as another quest for me to shine light on a sensitive issue for the community. And so, once again, like we said, we'll be giving you more info. Matter of fact, I'll just give it to you now. So, like I said, I hope you got your pen and your pad ready. You can send in any donations um, to help the Campbell family, the father, DJ Kuhert, 
to Kuhert Productions, P.O. Box 20472, Huntington Station, New York, 11746. That's P.O. Box 20472, Huntington Station, New York, 11746. And that's where you can send things to. You can also donate via PayPal. Um, and um, that info is also going to be available in a second. And we appreciate all the people that have reached out once again and let us know that they're going to be supporting what we're doing as far as the uh, fundraising efforts we got coming up next week. We're just going to do our small part. It's an obligation. You know what I'm saying? It's not even an option. It's not even a question. We're going to definitely put our pieces together, get some of the some of the community members, some of the hip-hop heads together, and we're going to, you know, pull it, pull it together and do what we're supposed to do and make sure we can um, just add on as much as we can to help one of the founding fathers of this whole thing. So without any further ado or delay, I want to bring on our guest for today, one of the legend, legends, another legend in the culture, another icon in hip-hop culture, one of my favorite, one of my all-time, one of my top, top, ain't even the number two, one of my top uh, vocalists, MCs, artists, messengers that have ever blessed the mic and touched the people. Welcome to the show, Wise Intelligent. Peace. It's good. Peace. How you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm excited. I'm always amped up. I'm always fired up when it's radio time. And right now, to have you on the line, brother, is, is truly an honor. It's truly a, a pleasure to be able to chop it up with you. Thank you for taking some time out of your schedule just to give us some energy, share some new updates and some new music with us, man. How you been, brother? I'm good, you know, <clears throat> working, you know, working, doing, doing what we do on the ground, you know what I mean, on the ground. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I'm going I'm to I'm definitely um, let you do a formal introduction of yourself, man, for people that may not know or for people that may be tuning in right now. Let them know who's on the line, who they're listening to, man, and, and you know, from which you come. Let them know. It's wise, intelligent, the unconquerable Jesus Jones uh, of legendary Paul Rice's teachers. Uh, we, you know, New Jersey, Trenton. Land of Truth, Central New Jerusalem, a lot of different names, monikers, you know, and so on and so forth. But uh, Paul Righteous teaches we put in some work. You know, we put in some work. We've been on the front line of this uh, of this movement towards awareness of self, environment, surroundings, and everything else that we feel an individual should be aware of. You know, in reference to uh, his livelihood, his right to exist. So you know. Right, teachers, we frontliners, you know, um, wise, intelligent. Now I'm doing my thing as a solo, been doing my thing as a solo for about uh, seven, eight years now. I mean, um, released a few solo records uh, after the Poor Rights Teachers, four albums, Holy Intellect, Pure Poverty, Black Business, New World Order. You know, on a solo note, <clears throat> I released Killing You for Fun, um, uh, Blessed Be the Poor, Talented Timothy Taylor, and now I'm releasing Jesus Jones. Wise Intelligent is the unconquerable Jesus Jones. So, uh, you know, I've been around. 20 years plus in the game. We salute you. We definitely appreciate all that you put forth for the people on the level that you do it. And um, how's the brothers, man? How's Culture Freedom? How's how's the other G? 
Father Shaw, yeah, well, our brothers in PRT. And well, you know, coaches in Tennessee. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, he's uh, leading up a youth ministry, doing a lot of work with the youth down there in Tennessee. Um, you know, good work. You know, good work. You know, mentoring a lot of youth. You know, trying to uh, motivate them towards positive attitudes and lifestyles. You know, embracing that first element of hip hop. I mean, if not the first, is definitely the fifth, the most important element for me, which is activism. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, for me, Africa Bambada kinda, you know, he, he started the first well, one of the most effective not the first, but the most effective for me in urban youth movements that uh mobilize the youth towards positive attitude and lifestyle, you know, and away from gang violence and negativity. So, you know, with his movement, he saved a lot of lives. So in the spirit of activism, in the spirit of Africa Bambada, we we say activism is, is the most necessary element in hip-hop. And, you know, <clears throat> we must be activists, you know, um, so so that the music, so that the art can serve the people for whom it was created to serve. And that's what we're, that's what we're doing. You know, Coach is doing his thing down in Tennessee, Shahid's, and... Uh, <clears throat> In North Jersey now, you know what I mean. He was he was living in New York for a while. He has his own company. Both these brothers have their own production companies. Uh, Coke Free Music is Coach's company, and Fugitive Entertainment is Father Shahid's company. So, you know they're doing their thing. That's good to hear, brother. Great. And you know that leads right in. Tell us a little bit about the Intelligence C, the youth program, the activism program that you were involved with on the ground. Give us a little bit of overview about uh, the purpose of that, and you know what kind of started you to create that as an official program. Uh, you know, <clears throat> before I did Intelligence C, I was doing Intelligent Kids, uh, where we would tutor uh, urban youth. <clears throat> In, in the cities, you know, in public school systems, you know, in Trenton, so on and so forth. So Intelligent Kids, you know, was sort of like an umbrella for a lot of youth initiatives, a lot of youth programming. Um, so I wanted to do media with the youth. I wanted to teach them how to, you know, do everything from launching web-based businesses to uh, <clears throat> film, music video, and uh, things of that nature. So, <clears throat> sister, I met this phenomenal sister, uh, sister Stacy Muhammad, Wild Seed Films. Uh, she's out of Brooklyn, New York, and she, uh, <clears throat> you know, she brought that element. You know, so we we merged it together to form Intelligent Seed. So, intelligent kids, intelligent. And Wild Seed merged and formed Intelligent Seeds, you know, which is a youth program designed to teach youth how to document their stories. It's not just about having a camera in your hand. It's about investigative journalism, you know, and understanding the environment in which you're embedded and how that environment affects your lifestyle, you know. So um, also it involves the interpreting of your story. You know, it's like it's like the hunted having a camera, you know what I mean? You know how how they say, you know, until the lion tells his story, <clears throat> the hunter will always be glorified. So now the lions have cameras and the lion's telling his story now. You know, uh we're trying to control the perception of ourselves in these inner cities because right now 
the perception has been and is being created, marketed, promoted, and propagated that we're ignorant, feeble minds, you know, sex-crazed, drug-addicted criminals, you know, but um, by controlling our own stories and teaching the youth how to document those stories, controlling our image, you know, um, we'll be able to counter a lot of that um, negative uh, presentations of uh, black youth. So that's basically uh, what the program does. You know, um, myself and sister Stacey Muhammad, we've been doing it for a minute. And, uh, you know, then we won won an award with CDC, the CDC EPA. The youth won an award. They directed, produced PSA for lead poisoning. Um, You know, so uh, the PSA was, you know, it was really good. They put it, they put it together on their on their own, you know, and they're they're learning how to edit, the shooting, they're directing, they're editing, they're investigating, they're interviewing the people in the documentaries, they're doing everything. So, you know, they won the they won the the uh, little national contest for the PSAs on lead poisoning, and. They're working on a film. The film is very near complete. There's some trailers of it floating around on the Internet. It's called Dying to Learn, uh, where they're investigating high levels of lead in public school drinking water in Trenton, New Jersey. So, uh, yeah, that was that's a very revealing documentary. The youth are, like, very excited about it because they found out a lot of things they didn't know, you know, because that lead poisoning, you know, it could cause brain damage, retardation, all kinds of things, learning disabilities. So uh, they they're really starting to understand their environment a lot better than they did before the program. So you know, it's 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 an effective program. That sounds real heavy, brother. Um, shoot out some info or some contact. Let people know how they can support, where they can find out more information about Intelligent Seeds. And um, like I said, if they want to support the program. Uh, well, intelligentseeds.org, that's seeds with a Z, S-E-E-D-Z, intelligent, I-N-T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-T, intelligentseeds.org. The site is uh, being redone, so. It's probably not up at the moment, and uh, but you can go to Wild Seed, Wild Seed uh, Films, the Wild Seed Studios, or WildSeedStudios.com, WildSeedStudios.com, and you'll have, find a link to everything Intelligent Seeds, um, WiseIntelligent.com, um, you know, um, ConsciousWorld.com, which is a new site that's a uh, that's being built by a, a, a phenomenal group of conscious individuals who who are creating a platform for conscious for the dissemination of conscious uh, content, content, attitude, and lifestyle. So, you know, yeah, you know, you can go to Intelligence Seeds uh, YouTube page, you know, and see everything that they do, and there's contact information there as well. Word. And one of the things we also like to do here is we like to share strategies. We share our solutions. We share our victories. And so we appreciate you, you know, letting us um, get a little bit of an idea um, about what the program does and how it functions and what it is. Um, What's one of the things that you can say working with the young people frontline on the ground, one of the things that you can uh, offer to my listeners that may be effective where they are on the ground as far as something that works um, reaching the young people, reaching some of the hard, harder, hardened, I should say, young people, um, 
out here, and as well as bridging the gaps between organizations, generations, and so on. What some what you share with some of my listeners? You know, uh, you know, when it comes to the youth, you know, they want a conversation more than anything. They really do, but they they need that conversation interpreted from the place where they stand, from their vantage point. You know, a lot of people kind of miss where the youth are. You know, we can't forget that we are we we are those youth. We are them. You know what I mean? We were there. We are them. You know. Um, so for me, you know, reaching the youth where you are, you know, whatever it is that you're doing and what you like doing and you do daily, you know, that's your youth program. I mean, if you're a barber, you know, all the kids come and get haircuts. You know, if you're a barber, you know what I mean, take a, a couple hours out of your week and uh, and teach some kids how to cut hair, you know, and in the process you can teach to them and, and teach them how to sustain and make a living be beyond the street. You know, um you know, so uh whatever it is that you do, you know, even if you're not the barber, you know, even if you're just the guy going to get the haircut, you know, take some youth with you. Yo, you wanna get a haircut? Let's go. It's because whatever you can do to spark conversation amongst the youth, you know what I mean, that's what you should do. You know, you figure a haircut is gonna cost you ten dollars. I mean, you take five youth with you. Okay, you can take five youth with me to get a haircut once a month. You know what I mean? Or and we're gonna go. And that's fifty dollars a month. That's my program. That's the budget for my program. You know, um, and uh, and just talking to these youth because they'll go with you. Just like with females, you know, you go into the beauty salon, you're getting your hair and nails done. Take some of these young sisters, show them how to be ladies. Take, take teach them how to take care of themselves. You know, you could take them, you can get a lot off while they're getting their toenails done. You're sitting in the chairs, you're talking to the girls, you know, and it's around something that you like and something that they'll like. You know, um, you don't have to you don't have to reinvent wheels. You know, we're already in, in positions to be active, you know, just in our daily lives. If you like going fishing, grab a few youth and say, yo, I'm going fishing. All of you want to come, let's go. You know what I mean? And those who don't want to go, they, you know, they'll – Somebody, you'll get them some other way, but the ones who will go take them. You know what I mean? And that's and that's what it's about. At the end of the day, you know, uh, and being direct with the youth and being real with them. I just did a, uh, I just sat in with some youth at the high school here, one of the high schools here in Trenton, New Jersey. And uh, you know, these were the youth, and they were in what is called the transition program. You know, and you know what that means. <laughs> that means yes, these kids. You know, these are those hardened youth, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> they were very receptive to to what was being articulated because it it gave them some understanding behind where why they're where they are. Everybody's been blaming them. You know, if a kid drops out of school, they like, you know, oh, he dropped out of school. You know, that was your fault. You dropped out of school. A lot of times these kids are not dropping out of schools. They're being pushed out of schools by a system. No Child Left Behind, which gives teachers and administrators incentives to push these kids out of school for failure to teach them properly because the school system doesn't have the resources necessary to teach this particular child. So they let the child drop out of school. They do that with a lot of ESL students, you know, Hispanic students. They do that with a lot of black youth. You know, they, they push them out of out of the schools because it 
it brings up the school's overall annual yearly progress report. You know, if these kids who are who are not making the grade are pushed out of school. So the kids have to understand this environment. You know, and nobody's explaining any of this to them. So they think they're stupid, first and foremost. They think they just don't got it. They think they can't cut it when the entire system is designed for them to fail, the entire system. So, if, if, you know, when you're explaining this to them this way, you know, then you can explain to them how to go in there and get the education, how, how to go in there and take it because it's not going to be given to you. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that that's where I, I'm at with it. And I think that, it, you know, if we're just blunt with the youth, you know, I see a lot of people with the stick pens and buttons that say teach teach the children the truth, you know, and that's what I believe. I believe that they need to know the truth. A lot of youth don't understand. They don't understand the prison industrial complex. They don't understand how it targets them, you know, and that's one of the things that I spoke to the youth about, you know, how this is a cradle-to-prison pipeline, cradle-to-school-to-prison pipeline. However you look at it, you know, our children are are being uh, predestined by legislators, to go to prison before they're even born. So we have to counter that, but we have to make our youth aware of what we're countering. As long as they, they think we're running around, they'll think you're running around screaming the sky is falling if you don't make them aware of the impediments to their right to live. And that's what it's about. It's about making them aware of their environment. You know, like a lot of people say, you know, we're conscious, we're conscious, you're conscious, but you're conscious of what? you conscious of what? Conscious just means aware, you know? So when a person asks me what am I conscious of, it's simple. I'm conscious of a system of oppression that's so subtle that it doesn't provoke rebellion or escape. So my consciousness of this system requires that I make others aware of this system because we're all oppressed by it. You know? And regardless of if I know it, if the, if the 85 people around me don't know it, then they'll oppress me. So I have to, I have to make them aware of it so that we can get together. You know, and that's what that's what it's about. I think you know, just articulating to the youth, you know, what what we're dealing with out here as as black people, you know, um, and that program, like I said, it starts where you are, you know, it starts exactly where you are, you know, it don't take a lot. That's real. That's a strong message, brother, and and that makes it very simple and plain. We share the solutions. We bring you right up to speed. You can do something. You can get on the ground. You can reach out. You can touch people, and you can change lives. That's what it's about. Bebop, see there, Revolutionary Radio, with the one and only, the legendary, wise, intelligent, one of my all-time favorite, one of my OGs I grew up listening to. I could do a whole show just talking about the PRT and about Wise Intelligent and how, how raw your spit and the way that you do what you do just consistently over time, the the underground um, mixtape, Timothy, uh, Taylor Projects. Uh, bring up to speed with the new project and the – the unveiling of what's about to go down and, and how it ties in to even the intelligencies and everything like that with the Jesus Jones project. Yeah, I mean Jesus Jones, the unconquerable Jesus Jones, uh that's that the record consists of about uh sixteen tracks. Um and uh you know the record it, it it's it's a record that, you know, where our shoes, you know, as urban youth and adults, you know, as black Americans living in these inner cities and wherever we are in America, um, our lives kind of parallel the times 
of Jesus, you know, um, the Roman Empire, how it was oppressive and imperial and leaning on on the people of Jerusalem at the time of Jesus, you know. Um, people were much persecuted, much maligned, much incarcerated, you know, uh, that's where we are, you know, uh, and um, Jesus Jones, you know, from the front, from the beginning to the end, you know, from Crown of Thorns, which is the first track on the album, to I Will Die For You, this is the final uh, track on the album, you know, the theme is, the theme is, you know, I believe in miracles, I, I, I believe that we can save ourselves, you know, I believe that, um, we just we can walk on water, you know. I believe we can walk on water. We just have to, you know, commit to the ideal and uh, and go forward. Um, you know, it's about it's about conquering doubt around that ideal. You know, uh, you know, in one line in the song, I believe in miracles, which features sister controversy from uh, South Carolina. I mean, South Africa. You know, I love South Carolina, but yeah, South Africa. She's from South Africa. Her name's Controversy. She did the joint, I Believe in Miracles, with me. And in that record, I say, uh, let's get the doubters out the room while I'm doing what I'm doing. Let it get real smoky while miracles brewing. You know what I mean? You know, get the doubters out of the room. You know, like the scripture where Jesus is in the room and he's like, yeah, they're like, she's dead. Everybody's like this. You know, it's like they're like, "Yo, she's dead. Let's go." He's like, "She's not dead. He's like, she's not dead. I can, I can, I can bring her back. She's not dead." And they're like, "Oh, she's dead." She. They start laughing at him. You know, they start laughing, making mockery of what he was saying. He's like, "Yo, this chick is dead." So he said, "Everybody, get out of the room." He said, "Get out, leave, leave the house." So he made everybody get out of the house. When they left out of the house, he rose his sister up. You know. Have to clear the doubt out of your space before you can perform any miracle, before you can accomplish anything great. You have to get rid of all doubters, you know, all doubters. It doesn't have to be anything as uh, as phenomenal and, you know, magnanimous as walking on water or, you know, raising someone from the dead. Metaphorically, we do this every day. Okay. Yeah. You know, yet the reality is if there's doubt involved, it's not going to happen. You know, it's just like when Peter walked out on the water, you know, he walked out on the water. You know, everybody talk about Jesus walked on water. Peter walked on water. You know, that's the part we miss. You know, Jesus is out on the water. And Peter says, yo, Lord, I want to come out there with you. He said, come. So Peter gets out of the boat and Peter walks out on the water. And when Peter gets out there where Jesus was, he starts to look around and say, wow, am I really walking on water? And he fell and he started drowning because at the moment he doubted that he was walking on the water, he was no longer walking on water. You can't doubt. Get the doubt out of the room. And that's what this record is about. You know, it's about getting rid of the doubt, getting rid of the fear. Getting rid of fear mongers and doubt mongers and things of that nature. Going forth and being great. You know, um, Jesus Jones, 
You know, Jesus Jones, so Jesus, S-O-W. So Jesus. Jesus. You know what I mean? Let's, let's play, drop let's that play. right now. Yes, yeah, sir. Let's, let's drop you. that right now on that note right there. One time. So Jesus, Jesus right here. Careful. Yes, he was. Careful. Jesus was a radical. Mental institutions are filled with people who have confused themselves with Jesus gave, Christ. I'm not oh, you convinced you Jesus Christ now? <laughs> you convinced you Jesus Christ? Oh, you know on. what words do. Okay. Come on now. Amen. Don't want to confuse yourself with no, Jesus Christ. I'm not confused. I'm convinced. <laughs> Nailed to the tree, burning in hell for my G. So Christ like, so birth without a father. The stripes hurt, I'm not a martyr. Life's a bitch, a devil's daughter. Be conscious how you caught her. Out of chaos, it's order. These bars, these verses, these gods, these curses, my only visible blessing. My well managed depression, suppression of the fact we hate being black. We fake, right, and exact. It's like God's an 85 out here banging over Bibles for titles while his babies having babies, putting all faith in their rifles. Channel hate to murder rivals. Only beef, they look just like you. They're expressing hate. They'll oppress like no one else. They'll oppress the team, the lesser to extract from them their wealth. No one's come to save them. Did God make them black? Everybody hates them. Go meditate on that. To the tree, burning in hell for my G. So light, light, my illuminated aura. Real change, a water pour, a prophetist, a bore recorder. Judge of judges, I'm Barack Obama, I am not. I'm more like PD Green, infused with Dr. Bobby Wright. Amos Wilson on the Nielsen sound, Kansas truth and right. Introducing youth to life, like youth introduced to a flawless way to do shit. Disregard the blueprint. If you God, then who this? Go meditate on that. The ice is thoroughly melted, there's no way to skate or fetch. The queen historically sings for the fact that I am back. Hosanna to the Franna, the ghetto god piano. Nothing's wrong with auto tools, if nothing's wrong with cracks and ammo. The hustle has been knocked, the stock value is dropped. Now half the black community lacks for inhaling the rock.
Jesus Jones, Wise Intelligence, new music coming at you right here on VBC Revolutionary Radio. Yes, he was. Jesus was a radical. Middle East. Jesus was a radical. Yes, he was. <laughs> heavy, heavy spirit right there. Tell them when the project will be available and how they can support that, G. Now, February 8th, you know, February 8th, uh, you can get it on iTunes, Rap City, Amazon, all the digital, all the online retailers. You can cop the joint. Um, physical distribution, CDs and things of that nature will be out uh the end of the month. The end of February, you'll be able to get that at, you know, most of the stores that you uh, cop music from. But, um, yeah, definitely get the joint. It's the joint with the brother on the front with the flowers growing out of his hands. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, and so that's a part of a box set of seven? Absolutely. You know, Jesus Jones Crazy. is uh, Jesus Jones' second period in a seven-box set called Back to School. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's going to be seven periods. And uh, this is second period. Third period is being cooked right now. Crucial. I hear you also have a literary piece on the way as well. Absolutely. Uh, it's called uh, Three Fifths and MC, the manufacturing of a dumbed down rapper. Uh, and it goes into it goes into you know the social, the social and political uh, environment in which hip hop is embedded in. So basically. It's America, historically, presently, interpreted from a hip-hop perspective. So it's like a hip-hop epistemology. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heavy book. It's a heavy book, but it's, it's written in a way where, you know, our high schoolers can get it. You know what I mean? To where the college university professor can appreciate it, you know, at the same time. You know, um, and it goes into it's basically a book about you know dispelling the myth of urban youth responsibility for America's woes and problems. You know, uh, it's about explaining how hip hop is not responsible for prison culture, how hip hop is not responsible for gang culture or drug culture. You know, I go into the history of these particular. Uh, situations and crises in our, in our communities and to explain away the myth that hip-hop is responsible for inculcating these ideas into our youth. You know, so um, I go into it. That's the next level right there, brother. Yeah, that's the next level right there. So we're going to make sure that we keep our listeners posted on that info. We're going to have to bring you back on when that comes down the pipeline to be able to share the word with the people. And also, um, we may have to uh, end up doing another part two also because I want to get into that record, the Illuminati record that you got coming out. I get a lot of conversations about that, not only in my seminars and in, in, in sessions with the young people, but it's also, you know, a hot topic um, uh, amongst, you know, older people as well, and even on this show, dealing with hip-hop and so on and so forth. So I will be I will be definitely grateful um, if you could, um, you know, come back and revisit that song on the new project as well as just revisit the topic and the conversation that's in the community right now bubbling um uh you know from from your perspective absolutely 
Word. And uh, before we close out right quick, brother, do you have any last words of wisdom, any last uh, shout-outs you want to give out to the people, or should you contact out for the people again? Uh, you, uh, you can you can link me, wiseintelligent.com. It's wiseintelligent, spelled the way I spell it, <laughs> W-I-S-E-I-N-T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-T.com. Uh, log on, support, you know, buy the music. You know, uh, you know, it's hot. It's good music. It's good hip hop. It's is real. Uh, you, you in know, the road uh, zone? Say what? Are you in the road zone? Oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna be on the road. I'm trying to get on the road by the spring. You know, um, I just want to get this book settled in to uh, to its home, get it where it's going, and uh, and and move from there. You know, um. But I'm definitely going to be out on the road. We'll do some evenings with Wise Intelligent. You know, we can we can not just have a performance, but we can also have a conversation. You know, uh, and do it that way. So uh, yeah, definitely going out on the road. So look for me That's out there. They want to see you. They they asking. Jesus is coming. That's what it do. Yes, indeed. Jesus is coming. We appreciate you taking your time out. Like I said, again, great mind. We love what you've been doing for the culture all this time. We're going to support everything that you got coming down as strong. Let us know. You know, let us know how we can support it. Let us know what needs to be done, what needs to be said and communicated, because that's what we have to do. We have to be able to delegate amongst us as well and, and understand that we do have a standing army out here already, you know, in one mind, having one aim and one destiny. And a lot of the artists, guests, entrepreneurs, organizers that we have brought to this platform, it's all the same conversation, it's, and it's all towards the same goal and outcome. So once again, brother, we salute you and we appreciate you, and we want to give peace and blessings on the new project that you got coming out, and uh, we'll chop it up again soon. Absolutely. Just keep doing what y'all doing. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all the work that you do. You know what I mean? Because if it wasn't for brothers like y'all right now, you know, there will be no conduits or avenues for the propagation and dissemination of what's real. I mean, so uh, y'all holding it down, all right? Thank you so much. And we're going to leave out with this song. It's called Underground Spiritual by the one and only unconquerable Jesus Jones. Peace. Peace.
about loving, respecting, and protecting a woman, but I don't think you ever honestly loved any of the sisters you called yours enough to convince them that you were ever theirs as much as they were yours. They got me all fucked up, all confused, all twisted, cause I got a lot of black folk listening, some of them got me blind listening, I'm in my whip for whipping, black tell me man, it's ever I'm slipping, I'm gifting, the prepping, the future's investment, wait a minute, let me shine my halo, some kind of yayo, I don't that's not me, if I never got knowledge in the mouth, that's a problem with our pitch dope, I don't know, probably, that's how this ghetto got me, this death brother, this missing, I'm niggas that are so sweet, in the case, and poverty, concentration, neurotoxins, plague in the hood, in the way black babies in the hood behaving, can't save us, acting all savage, this is what happens when you're ruled by an apist, tell them what I am saying, tell them right when I am saying, it's like spiritual game or something no different in many ways than the games ran on sisters by brothers of a lesser understanding which actually makes it worse I don't know what's what, and considering the other sisters in your life, I don't know who's who. I mean, am I your queen? Is she your queen? Do you love her more or less than I? Why do you not respond to my complaints? Am I not worthy of some clarity? How can you come into my life for a season and disappear for two? You're not even listening, Jesus. Should I dumb my oratory down to a point of story now, to a point of better lifestyle? Never that I'll leave my life down. Put a